0: Hello, everyone!
1: Hello! Welcome
0: to KawaiiCast.
1: I'm Candice. And
0: I'm Tyler.
1: And let's go ahead and get started with our news.
0: Animu news. I've got a couple things.
1: Yeah, I I as well. Uh, Starting with the most exciting thing that happened this week. So, for the uh, last 100 days, or at least last 100 days up to us recording the twitter page for mob cycle 100 has been posting a photo every single day featuring a character uh hinting at a different number until it finally reached 100 and we got the announcement the mob cycle 100 season 3 is coming yes
0: I am super excited. That was that was one of my things, so... Yeah,
1: I know a lot of people are mentioning that there's not a lot of content left in the manga, so we don't know if we're just going to get very stretched out content, or if there's going to be stuff that's going to be anime exclusive, but... Yeah. I'm excited, because Mob Psych 100 is one of my favorite series ever, so... Yeah. It, it's one of those series that just... You go into it for a good time, and then you're just like, why?
0: (laughs) Oh my god. Just slaps you in the feels. It
1: does. It hits you so hard. There's just one moment in season two that I would argue is my favorite moment in anime ever. And that's coming from somebody who's watched a stupid amount of anime. (laughs) (laughs) Is Mob Psycho my favorite anime of all time? I wouldn't say so. I think that if it is your favorite anime of all time, I don't blame you, because it's amazing. But that scene in season two, I think most people know which scene I'm talking about. It, it was the best scene in anime ever. (laughs) It's so good. So if you haven't watched Mob Psycho 100 yet, go watch it. Get caught up. Yes. Because it's amazing. (laughs) It
0: it is. I really want to rewatch it now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, you'll you'll have to uh, for the third season.
1: Yeah. So let's move on to the next. Piece and then of news. Uh,
0: the other bit of news that I have is Zombieland Saga is getting a film project.
1: I that was my other piece of news that I was. Going <laughs> <to talk> <laughs> <about>. <laughs> Great minds.
0: <laughs> so uh, no, no word on when it will be released yet, but it has been announced. So they
1: did release a teaser for it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty excited about that. So, uh, in less exciting news, I felt like the need to bring this up, because this happened just hours before we started recording, uh, unfortunately, the, uh, English voice actor Chris Ayers has passed away.
0: That's unfortunate.
1: Yeah. <gasps> so, for those of you who are not sure who that is, uh, he was the English voice actor for Frieza. Okay, Yeah. So, um, as usual with sad news, uh, we're going to go ahead and do a quick 30 seconds of silence, uh, in honor. Yeah. The cats didn't interrupt it this time. <laughs> I, I know, right? Goodness. <laughs> so yeah, um that's always hard. I know a lot of voice actors really admired him, so and he was strong till the end. Yeah. So Yep, I can't think of any other news to follow that, honestly, that would be respectful. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So let's go ahead and get straight into the episode. Uh You guys knew this was coming, it is our... Happens every season. Every season, it is our fall season, what we're watching episode. Yep. Yeah. The early preview review.
0: Yep, and of course, as usual, our list by the end of the season almost always changes. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) this this is what we initially start with.
1: Yeah. So, will we drop things? Will we discover new things? The mystery is... Yeah, not that mysterious, honestly. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's usually pretty easy to figure out what we dropped by the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, So let's go ahead and start with the longer list, which is the Crunchyroll list. And one that I wanted to start with that was kind of out of left field for me, in my opinion, is Platinum End.
0: Yeah, this one was interesting. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. If it's one I would, I mean, I don't know if it's one I would have checked out if it wasn't for me running, or for us running this.
1: Yeah. Uh, Same, to be honest, but I'm actually glad that I did watch it because I do think it, it's getting a lot of like negative attention and I don't think it deserves it. So most of what I've seen from people talking about it is just, this is a Death Note clone. And I could see where people are getting that opinion from. The idea of somebody basically being given incredible powers by a basically god of death. Uh, Now being able to rewrite the life that they choose to using those abilities. It's kind of like if Death Note were a death game. Silence, man. Silence. I forgot. (laughs) <laughs> Shark girl's interrupting.
0: It's, it's, it's as if you uh, grabbed 13 people, gave each of them a death note, and then threw them into an arena, uh, Hunger Games style. Just be like, have at it.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> coming straight off of the hype of Squid Game, we have a death game anime. And do I think this one is going to be the most successful anime of the season? No, not really. But I do think it is getting a lot of undeserved hate. So
0: so here's the thing. I it from from what I gather with it, it it makes it seem like it's not necessarily designed to be a death game per se.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: it's not these angels being like, Oh, we're gonna go in and we gotta go fight all of you know, like all the other god candidates. Mm-hmm. It's it's more of like a contest. It's like, oh, we're, we're going to go in. We have 999 days to prove that our candidate is worthy to be the next god.
1: Yeah, but it just so happens that the easiest way to do that is to be the last man standing.
0: Yes. <laughs> so, like I said, it doesn't seem like it was designed to be a death game so much as it just turned into one.
1: Yeah. They were just like, hey, let's get a bunch of humans and promise them the powers of God and give them the ability to kill whoever they want. Yeah. They won't kill
0: each other. They they certainly won't kill each other.
1: <laughs> They'll definitely play nice.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm sure there's going to be more plot twists about the angels. Intentions as the series moves forward, because I have a hard time believing that the angels didn't at least predict that they were gonna start killing each other. Come on.
0: Yeah, like I, I think it's pretty predictable, even if you, not intended. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, these powers are also pretty freaking crazy. So, I guess uh, the lesson to learn from the show is if an angel saves your life and gives you the option between uh, wings or an arrow, uh, the answer is both. And they'll be like, all right.
0: Uh, sure, why not? <laughs>
1: yeah, I do think, feel like the show got really, really intense really fast. So I, I do think that is a bit of a criticism towards it. It just... It feels like the main protagonist is just the saddest schmuck on the planet. Yeah. It's like, my parents were killed in a horrific car accident that turned out to be a scam by my uncle and aunt who murdered them for their money, and I became Cinderella.
0: <laughs> I, they, they turned me into Harry Potter, but without the magic. I lived under a shelf.
1: I'm gonna jump lived off- in the
0: cupboard.
1: Gonna jump off a building. <laughs>
0: Uh, even after yeah. all
1: this shit I'm still the purest hearted person in the world I can't even steal melon bread
0: Uh, yeah
1: Yeah, so it's A bit of a Mary Sue And it's a bit dramatic And he's no light Yagami But I do think that the show has a lot of potential I do want to get a few episodes into it Before I give you guys A solid recommendation Or just be like, don't fucking bother Just go back and rewatch Death Note Yeah yeah shrug shrug
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so any final thoughts about platinum end
0: um it's it's pretty decent so far I, i'm enjoying it yeah oh, so far it's not on my two drop list
1: okay that's fair um so i don't want to get into continuing quite yet uh, another new one that came out that was kind of out of left field, but as surprisingly good, was the Faraway Paladin.
0: Oh yeah, that one. Did you watch more of that?
1: No, I've still only watched the first episode. I meant to watch the second episode today, but I had to get to the gym.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty crazy. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really liking the Faraway Paladin.
1: Yeah, I really like the concept of it. It's basically, uh reincarnated isekai, but the protagonist is being raised as a child by zombies.
0: Yeah, by, like, three undead. Um, yeah. I'm not sure exactly what they are. One's, like, a skeleton, like, a warrior type. One's a ghost wizard, and one's a zombie priest. Yeah. You know, and and they each, te- you know, give them, like, their own lessons to learn, you know, and whatnot, so... I'm sure it's gonna advance from there because, like I said, far away paladin. You don't think of paladin as, you know, like a death warrior. Yeah. You know, so so I'm thinking he's he's gonna go on some sort of adventure.
1: Yeah, there's something so wholesome about this show, and I'm really really enjoying it. It's kind of like, I, I like the whole dynamic of this found family of just undead creatures. Yeah. They're just like, let's raise a child together. <laughs> not really quite sure why they're doing it, but they're taking a really good approach. And while the three of them don't always get along, they all seem to have the same goal.
0: Uh, I yeah, um, I gotta say, I really love the Bone Daddy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like him too.
0: <laughs> He's great. Um, I mean, I like all of them, you know. But like, uh, Blood, the the Bone warrior dude he's he's great yeah
1: so this has a lot of uh aesthetic of overlord kind of meets the uh oh what's it called that other reincarnated isekai that is continuing this season
0: uh jobless reincarnation yeah
1: It's like Jobless Reincarnation, except we don't watch the parents fuck.
0: (laughs) Thank God. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot of problems with Jobless Reincarnation. So this kind of feels like more up my alley. It's, It's the same concept. And it's absolutely gorgeous, but I feel like it's it doesn't give me the uncomfortable feeling that Jobless Reincarnation It's going to
0: be like a reverse uh, Goblin Slayer. Like, Goblin Slayer had the first episode, and it's like, oh, this show's really dark and whatever. And then every episode after that was like sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops, <laughs> you know? Like... Wow,
1: you really do not know that song, do you?
0: <laughs> well, uh. Yeah, it <laughs> came out backwards. You
1: just absolutely dyslexia that entire Sure song.
0: did. <laughs> but yeah, like, like it started off dark, and then everything after it is just all happy, and it's like, what?
1: I don't even feel like Goblin so, Slayer got happy. I just feel like it started off dark, and then it became a mediocre shonen.
0: So I feel like this is gonna go the opposite way. Like, it's starting off with these, like, feel-good, you know, moments and whatnot, and it's gonna turn into some dark bullshit. Like, something is gonna happen.
1: Which I'm perfectly okay with that. I would much rather have a series, like, pull me into this, like, weird depth of darkness than just cringe me out of watching the series (laughs) yeah and that's what Jobless Reincarnation did for me I don't want to knock anybody who likes Jobless Reincarnation because there are so many moments of it that I genuinely liked but there were a lot of moments that I genuinely couldn't (sighs) sit through
0: I I, I like Jobless Reincarnation but I'm going to agree with you there's definitely Mm. moments that really could have been excluded
1: yeah So, especially finding out the main character's backstory and what he was doing during his parents' funeral. Apparently, it's mentioned in the light novel that uh, the video he was watching that he was kind of just messing with himself to. Uh, Apparently it was video footage of his niece in the bathroom. Mmm, yeah, no. Yeah, I can't root for a protagonist after finding that information out.
0: Mm, yeah, no. Yeah.
1: So, fun. So there's my review of Jobless Reincarnation as well. Yeah, with, pretty much. And why I'm not watching season two. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there there you go.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really do think that uh, Far Away Paladin was a surprise show for me this season because I had heard absolutely nothing
0: about it. Yeah, I've I've heard of it, but I didn't hear anything about it bef- previously.
1: Yeah. Um, I will say, while this season has really good shows, I don't feel as overwhelmed this season as I have in previous seasons.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of shows that I'm just kind of like, yeah, I, I can take it or leave it.
1: Yeah. Um, One that I think we're going to leave it, we watched the first episode... out of curiosity and this show feels like it came straight out of 2006 and not something that should be out in 2021 and that is the fruit of evolution (laughs) before i knew (laughs) my (laughs) life had it made
0: oh boy um so i'm just gonna say as as a harem anime connoisseur You you can start to tell what's going to be a good harem anime and what's going to be a bad (laughs) harem anime. This one definitely falls under the ladder.
1: Yeah, this feels like one of those anime that I would have found at FYE on DVD. And I would have been like, what the hell is this? And it would have been like three bucks used.
0: (laughs) And, And you're like, okay, I'll check it out. And then you watch the first episode and never touch the DVDs again.
1: Yeah, basically. Uh, so I was watching this out of curiosity. It just... Everything about it just feels so cheap. I wouldn't even say bad. It's just cheap. They use every trope in the book, including things from Jobless Reincarnation. Like, they basically were just like, Hey, man, can I copy your homework? And every isekai's like, Sure, but don't make it obvious. And then they just traced it. And... The opening feels very very much like a tooth early 2000s anime OP. The animation is weird and clunky and feels like it came out of like an old paint program.
0: Yeah. Um do do not recommend. I I will not be watching it.
1: Yeah. I even the acting kind of is that B-list quality. Like I know it's a language that I don't speak and it's voice acting which is something I'm not an expert on but even I could tell them like this is these people were paid up front <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: this this is like uh not not quite um the pebble and the penguin with Don Bloom <laughs> yeah. like like it's not to the point where they don't where they want their names excluded from the 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 credits but you know almost
1: yeah, like, I don't doubt that there is talented cast in this series, but you could tell that this isn't a series they cared enough about to really put their best foot forward. Yeah. So, I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, oh, this ve- this one voice actor was in it, and they're amazing, and this is their, like, resume and their repertoire. I'm like, great, they weren't good in this. So. Yeah,
0: no, like, I've, I already saw one, um, I want to say last week. Where it was like, oh, this is this voice actor's, uh, you know, their birthday. And check out some of their roles. And and I think it was the, the female gorilla from this show. Yeah. And, like, some of her other roles, I was like, oh, I like those characters. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, so it was like, I just, I don't know. I feel like nobody working on this show cares about this show. Yeah. So it, it's pretty unfortunate. Uh, it could have been funny.
0: Could have been, but yeah. uh, not yet. It didn't. also
1: takes the worst elements of "So I'm a Spider, So What," and I feel like you could just go watch "So I'm a Spider, So What." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with that trying to look at other new shows there's one big new show which i'll save in a bit i'm trying to think if there's any other new shows on crunchyroll like i said i didn't really feel super overwhelmed this season
0: oh did you watch uh sakugan
1: i did not
0: i think you might like it it's it's pretty neat um basically it's in it's 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 this world where humans are basically living in underground colonies you know, and outside the, the colonies is, they call it the Labyrinth, you know, and, and they have scouts or whatever that go in, into the Labyrinth and get, uh, like, resources like fruits, whatnot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, like, the, ma- the main, two main characters are father-daughter. The daughter wants to go out and be one of those people that goes out into the Labyrinth because she keeps having this dream of open skies, Mm-hmm. You know? So she's like, I'm gonna find this place with the open sky. And the dad's like, no, I'm. you are staying here. I'm gonna protect you. <laughs> you know? And we all know how that goes. Yeah. You know, it ends up being, you know, oh, look, the dad was used to be one of those people, and now they have a robot, and they're gonna go out and fight kaiju in the labyrinth and go on an adventure to find open skies. Like... But it's fun. It
1: <laughs> does sound fun. The, anima- the art style looks really cute. I can't say the animation because I haven't seen it. But yeah. the art style looks very, very cute.
0: Yeah, uh, I would recommend you check it out.
1: Okay. Uh, so there was one that we did watch together. I don't think we'll be continuing this show simply because there's just other things that we found more interesting this season. But I do think that this is a very, very interesting concept. And I do think has potential. And that is, uh, build divide number zero 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 code black.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which shall just be referred to as build divide from now on.
1: I don't even know if I said the right number of zeros.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This one was interesting. It's it wasn't like an instant turn down like uh, the other one we just mentioned not mm. too long ago. Yeah, but it's it's not one that I'm gonna keep up on simply because there's other shows that exactly are taking priority. Like like if you watch it and and you think, hey, this is really cool, this is interesting, that's great, I, you know, but. Uh, not this season for me.
1: Yeah, I think what makes this anime interesting is that it's the first time in a long time I've seen a card game anime that feels very, very unique. It does uh, take a few things from Vanguard. Like, some of it, I'm just like, wow, I feel like I'm watching Vanguard. But the idea is that it... It has the, like, kind of energy of, like, that original Yu-Gi-Oh! like, island tournament... Going for it, where they have to compete in these card games in order to defeat like the grand master or the king or whatever of their the kingdom. The king, yeah, yeah. And it seems like the main protagonist has either kind of like split personality or some kind of memory dysfunction or something. I think he has
0: memory loss. Yeah, and, and I'm sure there's going to be some sort of story to it. Mm-hmm. But like he starts off kind of being like not knowing how to play. And then all of a sudden, you know, just like Ash Ketchum, you, you turn that hat backwards, or in his case, you know, you, you pull the hood up, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're a badass at this card game.
1: Yeah, he seems to s- go back and forth between remembering who he is and not remembering who he is. Like I said, I think the concept is very interesting, and I think the rules of the game are actually they were really well explained in the first episode as well as it just seems like it'd be a really fun game to play. It really reminds me of this old card game I played way back in the late nineties called, uh, it was like Magi nation where like every deck has like a certain like character in it that you kind of just leave outside the deck. And in the case of the game I played, it was three characters that were considered like wizards and each round, if you won a round, then you took your opponent's wizard and it was best two out of three won the game. This is a really, really similar concept where you have one character that's just kind of like the star of your deck that's not shuffled into the deck, but just stays by your side the entire game. And ultimately, the winner is whoever could take the other person's main, like, warrior. Yeah. Yeah. And I really, really like the concept of the game. I like the animation in it. I like the concept of the story itself. I just don't think I have the time or energy or focus for a card game anime right now.
0: That's that's kind of where I'm at with this show, too.
1: But I think if you like those type of anime, if you just want a really cool shonen, or if you miss card game animes and Vanguard is just not doing it because I am I don't blame you... Uh, look, look, this is better than Vanguard, in my opinion.
0: Dual Monsters just hasn't been the same since they stopped playing card games on mo- motorcycles, okay? It's true.
1: Like I said, this this is better than Vanguard, in my opinion. So if you try to get into Vanguard Overdress and you're just like, uh, it's it's a bit too clamp for my taste, go check this one out instead. Yeah. So... Oh, with that, there is one new anime on Crunchyroll that we both love. This would probably be my top pick anime of the season, and I feel like if you're watching anything this season, it should be this specifically.
0: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Tacked Up Destiny. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Uh, first of all, this anime is animated by two absolute powerhouse studios, MAPPA and Madhouse. Mm Mm-hmm. And... Need I say more, but I will. Uh, the story is about, uh... Not too far into the future, Earth is invaded by aliens that absolutely hate music and go absolutely crazy and start murdering people whenever they hear music. So because of this, humanity has banned music for anywhere infested by these
0: aliens. Um... It seems like in the most recent episode, uh, it's it's not everywhere. Like not yeah. every country has banned music, but the U.S. has. The U.S. has been like, yeah, they attack you because of your music. Get better taste. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but they're like, yeah, don't don't play music. Um, although it's mentioned in. Uh, the most recent episode I watched, mm-hmm. it, it sounded like they were talking like, oh, you know, those other countries in Europe haven't haven't banned the music.
1: Yeah. Um, you guys thought a mask mandate was bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do without your country music?
1: But fortunately, there is a way to combat uh, these aliens. Basically, there was a second wave of aliens that are really really good at fighting them uh the only way they can fight though is to have what is considered a maestro who basically gives them their power
0: i don't know if it's aliens though because again in like the the most recent episode it mentions like one of the officials from the u.s is like oh we've developed this weapon to fight them yeah so i don't i don't know we'll we'll probably get more you know (laughs) whether it Maybe another race of aliens or if it actually was developed to fight the aliens
1: yeah it just kind of seemed like uh the children's book that was from the very very beginning implied that it was two sets of aliens
0: yeah and and like i said that could very well could be but Mm -hmm. there was the the line of we created these weapons to fight
1: yeah So, either way, this show has incredible music, incredible animation, incredible characters, both appearance and personality. The voice acting is top tier. Everything about this show is flawless. This is going to be the show that everybody's going to be talking about this season. I don't feel like we need to recommend it too much, but I think we're going to talk about it a lot. So... (laughs) Uh, Definitely go check that one out We cannot recommend it enough And if the main girl does not get a scale figure By the end of this season I'm going to be upset Because she deserves it
0: I hope she does
1: Yeah, because she she deserves a scale figure So Uh, Let's get into some of the continuing Because that's all we're watching on Crunchyroll That's new New. There's a few shows I might check out as well One that I've been kind of eyeing Is the Night Beyond the Tri-Cornered Window But I don't know if I'll watch that one or not I haven't decided Uh, let's get into continuing shows starting with the big one that everybody was curious about because it doesn't feel new (laughs) and that is the Demon Slayer Mugen Train arc
0: yeah this one's uh, I mean I told you about this but like uh like the first episode did have a lot of new content that wasn't in the movie. Yeah. You know, and then the the second episode, I watched that and I was telling you, I'm like, this kind of just makes me want to go and watch the movie. Yeah. You know, and, and that's not saying that it's bad, mm-hmm. you know, but it does make me just want to go and watch the movie.
1: Yeah. And I do think that's going to be the attitude for a lot of people this season, because it is kind of unfortunate that we're not immediately jumping into the Red Light District arc, because I'm really really excited about the Red Light District arc (laughs) Uh, but I will say as somebody who watched the movie and somebody who read the manga, it is actually really cool to see all of this new content because it's content that also was not in the manga
0: yeah, like, where the fuck did Rengoku get 700 bento boxes?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's also kind of fun just to see how they have all of these episodes kind of edited into their time slots as well without like feeling like it's just a movie clipped into different episodes like the pacing still feels like it's really really well handled. And oh my god, that OP got to me. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, anything for more Lisa songs, but...
0: I was, I was gonna say, I think uh, Lisa returned for, for this one as well. Huh?
1: Yeah. So it's... The OP and ED are both fantastic. Uh, the pacing feels absolutely fantastic. And I do think it's fun to get this little refresher in small doses. I do think if you don't have the patience for it, or if there's just too many things you're watching... Just watch the Mugen Train movie. You're not going to miss anything super important by just going through the movie, because the movie covered everything in the manga perfectly. But I think if you're just one of those that just really, really love Demon Slayer, I do think this is fun to just yeah. sit down and watch and appreciate kind of the extra work that Ufotable put into it while we wait for the Red Light District arc.
0: Yeah, and... Uh like we've seen from the first episode, there was that extra content. So there might even be more extra content sprinkled in within the episodes.
1: Oh, I'm sure there will, because one of the biggest complaints that people had about Rengoku's character from the manga was that we didn't really get to know him very well. There is more to know about him later in the series because a lot of his character is revealed through people's memories of him or stories they have of him, particularly with his younger brother. But I am hoping that Ufu Table kind of takes advantage of the situation and gets us more development with the relationship he had with his father and his little brother, or possibly the other Hashira as well.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but you know, at the end of every episode of Demon yeah. there's always the Taisho era family secret or whatever. Yeah, you know? <laughs> they're always cute. Like this one had the oh. Let's see what all the Hashira think of Rengoku.
1: Yeah. I, the one <laughs> thing bas- that made me
0: Basically, is... all of them was like... Love him. I like that guy. Yeah. He's great.
1: <laughs> My one disappointment was that the snake boy uh, was just kind of like, yeah, he exists. And then it was just like in quotes, like, in loves quotes, him. Like,
0: loves him. Yeah. yeah. And I'm <laughs> like,
1: that did make me a little bit sad. Uh, kind of light spoilers for the manga. The two of them are like practically brothers. Like, the snake boy was basically adopted by Ren Goku's family. And so it made me a little sad that he just kind of, like, hushed the whole thing away. Just like, yeah, he's alright. Because, like, literally, that snake boy would kill anybody for Ren Goku. Like, he, he's like, I hate everybody except for three people, and Ren Goku is one of them. <laughs> like,. He's protective of three people, the missed Hashira, the love Hashira, and Goku. That's it. Those are the only three people he likes and and their I, master.
0: I, I've known these three Hashira for five minutes, but if anything were to happen to any of them, I'd kill everyone in this room and then myself.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> he
1: hates everyone except for those three Hashira and his master. That's it. And Ren Goku's like number one on his list. He's just like, this is my brother. I love him. I would do anything for him. So yeah, it, that, that was one thing that kind of disappointed me a little bit. But we will get more to the Snake Boy story when we eventually get to that arc in like five years. <laughs> so. Yes. Because he's he is good. He is good boy. Yeah. But yeah, Rengoku definitely deserves more love. I'm glad we're getting a little bit more of his story and personality aside from just the Umai.
0: Umai. Yeah, Umai. yeah he's great. I love him.
1: So, uh, from what my friend told me, don't watch it in English, because she says that the Umai scene is so much better in Japanese than it was in English. No offense to the voice actor, but...
0: (laughs) But, yeah, sometimes it just doesn't translate well.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things, it's a a very, very Japanese show. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to the next continuing series, the one that both of us were extremely excited about... Eighty-six.
0: Yes, uh, this one is so fantastic. Um, I'm so glad you picked this up. Yeah. <laughs> last, from from two seasons ago. Uh oh, so great. I have a, I have another friend who just picked it up too. Yeah. Like, you know he was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm just watching this. But he's he's like the binge type of person, so he's yeah. he's just like I'm. I cannot wait for the second season to be finished. So I can just binge all of this.
1: I will say this is a series that's better to binge watch. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends, uh, particularly in my Discord, say that they started to watch it. And then they kind of fell out of it. Because they're just like, I felt like the pacing was really slow. It was hard to really get into it. I just watched two or three episodes. And I was like, nothing's really happening. I'm just going to ditch it. And I'm like, this is a binge watch show. This is a commit your afternoon to this show. Because... One, there's just so much information that gets carried over from episode to episode that sometimes you can forget when you're sitting, you know, there for a week waiting for the next episode. Uh, two, it just it hits so much harder when you're just dedicating your afternoon to it. I watched the whole first season in a single day and it was genuinely the best way to watch it. Uh, I am having a little bit of a hard time with season two because of that. Because I'm like, suddenly I'm like, okay, I feel
0: <laughs> You're like, that mm, pacing I need, issue. Uh, oh, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will say the thing I am enjoying about season two, though, is that we're seeing a lot of the same conflicts that we had in season one, but it's from a completely different perspective. Where season 1, the 86, were basically slaves to a system. In season 2, they have been given any kind of freedom that they want. And instead, they volunteer to continue down the path that they were on. And ultimately, it feels like the blow should be less harsh because they're volunteering at this point, And they could walk away whenever they want. But it almost makes it even harder because... They're choosing to face these horrible issues because they feel like nobody else could do it. Yeah. I am saying, I miss Lena.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say, if I I were to have one criticism of of the second season so far, is because we're not given much of the major. I guess she's been demoted. She's like a colonel now or something. Yeah. Not... No, because Colonel's above Major. She's like a lieutenant.
1: Yeah, either way, they, they demoted she, her. She,
0: she got demoted. Uh, but she's yeah, so it's... smug
1: about it, though.
0: <laughs> she's, she's like, huh. yeah, it's fantastic. But out of the, what, three episodes mm-hmm. that have come out for the second part, she's. She's, she's only been, been in the first
1: in... half of the first episode.
0: Yeah, so I, I want to see a bit more of her story. Um, again, that's, that's my one criticism. I get. But I'm sure we'll also see... We will get more of that, so...
1: I want to know why she has a red stripe in her hair. <laughs> Aside from uh, just teenage rebellion.
0: It's, it's teenage rebellion, okay?
1: Like, I get, like, the symbolism in it because uh, all the people in the Republic have the silver hair and silver eyes, so she is using her hair color as a statement against the government, basically. And she knows they can't fire her because she's like, what are you gonna do?
0: she she's like listen bitch i get results Mm -hmm. if you want to not get results please fire me
1: yeah (laughs) please fire me so i can rebel against this country properly (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) i love her so much
0: Uh, yeah she's she's fantastic i i really should have uh pre-ordered her an android
1: yeah i have it on my alert list now because i regret not pre-ordering it she also had a figure, a scale figure that came out, and it almost makes me irritated now with how cool she is in this second season. Her scale figure is literally like a lingerie
0: yeah, figure, and I'm like, they mad. made her so
1: soft, and I'm like, it's a pretty figure, and I, I definitely don't blame anybody who bought it because it's gorgeous, but I'm like, it's not her, in my opinion. It's
0: it's it's not. It doesn't. Yeah, it's it's too fancy, servicey for to fit her personality.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, she's she's more than just a pretty anime girl. She's cool as shit. <laughs> I love right. her. I adore her so much. Uh, if I saw, if I wanted any merchandise from this series, though, uh, I want a Fido android
0: <laughs> I have you seen the newest episode? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad Fido's back. Oh my yeah. god. Oh boy. I love him.
1: I also want merch of Shin, but more than anything, I want a Fido
0: Nendroid. <laughs> right. So.
1: Literally the best scene in season there one is... was Fido's memories.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That whole scene that that cut me deep, man.
0: I know. I was like, oh, wow. I didn't think I'd be having feels for a robot in this show, but I'll be damned.
1: Yeah. Like I was just like, wow, Fido's kind of like this weird storage unit character that doesn't do anything. And then they got to that episode, I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god Fido was the best character mm-hmm I also like that the cat's still around
0: yeah yeah
1: so uh, he got adopted he did I forgot what his new name is
0: I don't remember either yeah
1: hopefully we'll see more of him as well so uh, any final thoughts before we move on to the next anime we're watching
0: uh, no, just like do yourself a favor and watch 86. Yes. It's so good.
1: I do say if you're struggling with it, wait until it wraps up and then binge watch it. Binge watch the first season because it's fantastic. And if you feel like you need more, jump into season two. But if you feel like this is rough to watch, just wait for season two to wrap up and binge watch it as well. Yeah. Hopefully season two lives up to season one because there's nothing worse than us hyping up an anime and then it just goes to
0: the drain. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes everyone look bad.
1: Yeah. Uh, moving on to the next show that I think we were both really excited came back just because we needed this wholesomeness back in our lives. This is like Yuru Camp levels of just enjoyment and that is a restaurant to another world.
0: Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> I... This one's so great, this cooking anime, my like... Yeah. I'm... I... My one complaint about it is like all of these uh, visitors to this restaurant are all like five-star food critics. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you <laughs> even know? With the
1: children. Yeah, even yeah. the
0: children. They're like, mm, yes, the sesame seeds on top of the hamburger bun. Give it a Give nice it texture. Give it a nice texture that, that offsets the softness of the bun perfectly. <laughs> and it just... Leads into the juiciness of the like no 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 little kid is gonna they're fourteen yeah they're they're not gonna be that good at judging a hamburger
1: I'm like wow these fourteen year olds have a really good palate they're like they use high quality oil in their French fries I'm like you don't fucking know that they could be Uh, using like lard like (laughs) right like how what who raised you. And they're, like, poor as shit, too. They're just, like, I worked in an onion field all day, but my palate is perfect.
0: (laughs) Not after working (laughs) in an onion field all day. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, really, that's my only criticism of it. But at the same time, like, that's kind of what makes the show is, like, Mm. because it is all about the food. So it's like, you know, getting these these in-depth critiques of the food is is kind of what makes it.
1: Yeah. I love this anime so much. I do hope that's similar to, like, the first season that Crunchyroll will release, like, the here's how we made this food kind of videos yeah. for it. Because uh, we got our spicy chicken recipe from that, and we still make it on a regular basis, and it's really good. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh... I don't know if this is one that I'd be like, go watch it, go binge watch Restaurant to Another World. But this is one where it's like, if you really just need something to cleanse your soul a little bit, it's a good food anime. And I think uh, there's people that consider food anime to be one of their favorite genres. Yeah. And this this is a good one. So It's also an isekai that I recommend. That's rare
0: it's it's kind of like a reverse isekai
1: yeah it's a slice of life isekai at that <laughs> yeah
0: it's it's this weird fantastic blend of different genres
1: yeah so it's it's rare for me to recommend something so chill and relaxed but it's like you do camp for me mm-hmm. so i'm surprised there is no figures of the two waitresses though because they're really cute
0: they're really cute
1: i would think they'd get like price figures or something
0: I thought uh, the, the blonde girl had a figure, but...
1: She might, but I don't remember seeing anything.
0: I, I don't remember. It's It's been a while.
1: Yeah. So one that I'm continuing, I don't know if you're caught up with the show, but I'm really enjoying the second part of this. Uh, that's the Aquatope on White Sand.
0: I am not caught up. So I keep meaning to, and yeah, I'm not caught up.
1: I do recommend, as a Slice of Life fan... Or connoisseur that you are, I do think this is one that you would actually really really enjoy, uh, especially because the first season kind of took a turn that I wasn't expecting, which led into the story of the second season. Uh, not too many spoilers, but the first season was really about like these high school girls trying to save this rundown aquarium and in most slice of life anime they would succeed by the end of episode 12 and you would think like wow oh my god they did it they performed a miracle and the first season kind of ends with a little bit of harsh reality which then leads into the second half which is when they're adults and now they're off getting their careers and they're out of school and they you know are just doing what they want to do for a living and now the main girl works at a big aquarium and she's realizing that it's not the same as the aquarium where she grew up. Uh, first of all, they put her in the marketing department instead of actually being one of the people that takes care of the animals and they're like, well, you were director at your old aquarium so we figure marketing would be perfect for you.
0: She, and she's like look, I was director in Name only, basically. Yeah, she was like,
1: I want to take care of fish. And so a lot of it is like basically her friends from the first half of the show just trying to encourage her and be like, it's good to learn new things and it's good to try different elements of your job and career. This could be a really, really big thing for you and a really good thing for you. But it's definitely a struggle. It kind of has a Gretzko vibes to it. With her now being basically a businesswoman who is struggling with her job and her boss has given her like a crappy nickname and she feels more like a secretary than anything else and she's wanting to quit so bad. But this really is a show about the idea that your dreams don't always work out the way that you want to and sometimes you just have to push yourself through things that you don't enjoy in order to find something that fits you the best.
0: Yeah. Uh... So I did like the first three episodes that I watched. Mm. And like I said, I I do plan on getting back to it. I just, I missed it one week and then I missed it the next week. And I was just kind of like, okay, I'll I'll catch it later. Do
1: it for the penguins.
0: Do it for penguins. There's so
1: many penguins in this show.
0: (laughs) I like penguins.
1: So, the one thing that I hear a lot of people criticize with this show is they're like, I just wanted to watch a cute anime about fish. I don't want all this lesbian stuff in there. I'm like, they're not even really canonically a couple. Like, I know a lot of people ship them and I ship them because they're really cute. But a lot of the times they talk about each other like they're sisters, not like they're girlfriends. And I see people argue, they're like, oh, there was one episode where they confirmed they were dating. I'm like, they didn't, though. We,
0: we all know being siblings in anime isn't gonna stop you from dating
1: that's fair but (laughs) yeah like at this point people are so gung-ho that it's canon that they're girlfriends but every episode they're just like no we're basically sisters and i'm like i hope they're girlfriends by the end of the show but they're definitely not canon yet so people need to stop freaking out about it yeah so people need to chill and just watch the cute penguin anime all right there's penguins. There's
0: penguins. That's all you need to know. There's, just just shut up and enjoy the penguins. Shut
1: up and penguin. <laughs> so, uh, one that I did forget to stay caught up on, but I might try to catch up on it again, is uh, Fena Pirate Princess. I don't know if you're caught up on that one.
0: I am not caught up. So, we will not so, talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I forgot. I forgot that that was a thing. Um, I think think that actually wraps up my Crunchyroll list? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, this the season has a lot of good anime, but I don't feel overwhelmed by this season, which
0: yeah, is
1: really refreshing. Like, it's not a bad season by any standards, but it's also not like, oh my god, how am I gonna watch all this anime? I
0: didn't realize that we were still on Crunchyroll stuff. I mean, I guess I should've, but I didn't.
1: Yeah, because there's really only one thing from Funimation that I watched. Uh, I might check out a few more things from Funimation soon, but yeah, there, there's really just one thing that I watched this season.
0: Yeah. And, it's and what was that?
1: Uh, I'm trying to find the name of it. Hold on.
0: Was it the Heiki? Yes. Heiki. I mean, I'm looking at the Japanese name, Monogatari. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh,
1: in the English name they basically just list is the uh, Hey K Story. Yeah. So this anime is gorgeous.
0: It's gorgeous. I love the art style. I'm I'm so glad they went with a, a different and not saying all anime art style are the same, but a lot of them are very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's nice to see one that is so boldly different.
1: Yeah. What I really like about the art style of this is that it almost reminds me of like old Japanese paintings. Yeah. And considering that this is a historical anime drama, trying to animate the entire thing, replicating those paintings, was such a brilliant idea. Everything about the series from the music to the tone to the art style is all very, very Japanese. Like actual historical Japanese yeah it feels almost like you're watching a kabuki theater show but animated on a canvas mm-hmm. and there's something just so gorgeous about it and so theatrical and so fantastic and just everything I love about Japanese culture so it's if you're one of those people that claim that you watch anime because you love Japan and you're not watching this because it's eh, it's weird. I hate to tell you, you don't, you don't love Japan as much as you think you do. Cause this series is Japan. Yeah. It's, it's ghost stories and it's wartime and it's samurai and it's, it's everything that Japan built its foundation on with its culture and it's it's gorgeous and I love it and I want the next episode
0: <laughs> yeah uh, was this one of the ones that uh, like released three episodes yeah like right off the bat
1: yeah So because I medicine. know
0: I know like as we were going through all of the, the stuff at the beginning of the season you know we'd open up a series and be like oh this already has three episodes what the fuck <laughs> yeah and it happened like with three different shows
1: Yeah, this was one that released three episodes immediately and then hasn't released anything since, and I need more of it. (laughs) It's so good. It's so good. I love the main character. I love the side characters. Uh, The story of this one is a little bit complicated, but it's basically about a girl that discovers that when she looks at people with one of her eyes, she can see their future.
0: Yeah um and then she, her her father ends up getting killed mm-hmm. and to which she is then adopted by a basically like a a lord family mm-hmm. um to find out that the basically the, the guy that adopted her has kind of the same ability except he but sees instead dead of people. seeing the the future he sees dead people. Yeah. You know, and and so she kind of grows attached to him.
1: I love him so much. And he's such a fantastic character. I don't want to spoil anything about
0: I I love I love that he's like he's talked to her about it, you know. He's he's yeah. like, "Hey, we both have this ability, you know, like, and, and they, they both acknowledge it, but he doesn't push her to be like, I know you can see the future. Help me out here. Yeah. You know, he's just like, Hey, I, I know it's, it's scary because it's the same for me. I don't like seeing dead people.
1: Yeah. This story is very, very much one about just the concept of what life is for individual people like it's it's such an abstract subject to talk about but it really does go a lot into what makes a person a person what people should be living their lives for and the idea of if you knew somebody was going to die and you knew you couldn't stop it how would you behave around that person or what would you do around that person or what would you say to them or should you even know that information to begin with yeah and it it really is about like what does it mean to be alive? Like I said, it's such an abstract concept, but it's it's so gorgeous. I love it so much. I do think that between this one and uh, tactop Destiny, it, these two are what's making the season for me. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the underrated season or show that doesn't get any nominations for the Crunchyroll Awards, and I'm going to be pissed about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably.
1: So this is this is the Rakugo no Shinju of this
0: season. That'll learn, you. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. It's going to make me cry, though, I'm this, sure.
0: It's great. I love it.
1: Yeah. I'm so glad that we just binge-watched the first three episodes together. It's so good. Yeah. So, with that, that really is my last major recommendation of this season. Okay. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> um, I mean, I have a couple others that I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't been released yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Komi-san Can't Communicate. That'll be on Netflix. Yeah. Um, from my understanding, like I mentioned it before, it'll be released here in the U.S. on Netflix, I think the 27th or something. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's high hopes into them being you know, like, weekly updates.
1: Yeah. I know that it's already released in Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, the one I'm watching is, uh, My Senpai is Annoying. It's cute. Yeah. It's wholesome bullshit. That's what I like. I, I heard it's cute. It's cute. Yeah. It's just, it's a slice of life. It's about co-workers, you know. One... One guy who's I don't know like six foot nine or something. Okay, not that tall, but he's he's tall. He's like he's big. Mm-hmm. And then like his coworker who's the co-hi, you know, she's just like this little you know four foot nothing. And it's just kind of you know these cute stories of her trying to get him to acknowledge her. Basically, it's gonna be a cute love story.
1: Yeah, I heard it's cute. Yeah. So, uh, one that we both watched and i felt like the concept was really cool but i don't think i'll continue it because it's just similar to jobless reincarnation it's so ruined by the awkward moments that don't really need to be in there and that is a uh, roku chan
0: yeah i i like the concept of it this could have been I, a really
1: good spooky anime of the season that's
0: that's what i was thinking i was like oh this is gonna be great this is gonna be a story about a girl who sees ghosts and has to try to not acknowledge their existence yeah and then it's ruined by just lots of fan service
1: yeah there was one line in particular in the first episode that made me think i'm like wow that was written by somebody that's never talked to a woman before in their life and that was (laughs) (laughs) and that was like this one line where her best friend is just like hey do you want to go buy underwear after school
0: for, for reals right and out, like nobody out, ever out, out in that. the middle of the street there's like people walking past you wanna go buy underpants yeah <laughs>
1: do you wanna go check out the the newest model of lacy thongs
0: <laughs> right
1: cause we're high school girls and that's what we care about <laughs>
0: Exactly. <Yeah>, so, no. <laughs> it's so awkward like just just cut the show down to 15 minutes Mm -hmm. cut out all of the fan service and just have the spooky bullshit you can even have
1: cute anime girls being cute with bouncy boobs that's fine but like god the writing and it's so (sighs) bad i you want to know how girls talk to each other when they want to go shopping for underwear they're just like hey do you want to go shopping later yeah yeah that's how girls talk like my god (laughs) Touch some grass. Go outside. <laughs> have have yeah. an interaction with another human being outside of the internet, you, please.
0: You, they, they don't get really explicit with it. <laughs> they don't just be like, oh, you, you know, that little underwire on the bra? You know, mine's sticking out and it's just jabbing me right in the nipple. Well,
1: sometimes we talk about that, but that's a little more bitchy. So, do you,
0: so you want to come with me to go get a new one?
1: See, that's that's kind of like TMI stuff that girls talk about, though. Like, we're, we're not just like, oh my god, did you see that black lazy thing? I really want it. Oh my god. It would look really cute on you. Uh,
0: like,
1: no, it just like says so like, god, my bra sucks. You want to go to the store?
0: Yeah. So, like I said, it, I like the concept. I don't like the execution.
1: Yeah, same. So... Maybe you'll, you'll get that I'm not gonna watch it. Let's be honest. yeah,'m so. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not like uh, I thought it was something that I'd be able to get through, but no I, it's it's gonna be a pass on me. for yeah, me. go
1: instead of watching this anime, go talk to a girl
0: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> do yourself a favor,
1: please. And not online. Go go outside. Go talk to a real girl. You,
0: you can't talk to girls on the internet. There's no such thing as a woman on the internet. It's
1: true. <laughs> They're all non-binary now.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> and that is coming from somebody who's non-binary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just to clarify.
1: So, With that, I think that's our episode. I have one more. Yeah, one I have, more? Okay. I have one more. Okay, I'll let you do uh,
0: it. What is this one called? I'm looking at the Japanese name. Oh, uh, Irina, the Vampire Cosmonaut. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one's cute. I, I do think you would enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's it's kind of a historic thing because it, it goes back, you know, obviously the space race, you know, but it does... Uh, all the names of the countries are changed you know it's not russia and america anymore of <laughs> course you know but but they do mention things like in the first episode it's like oh yeah like the you know the first dog in space blah 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 was up there and the and the scientists were really happy and getting all the readings and you know and it mentions that like died really like and not very long into the space flight but the government lied about it and was like, oh, yeah, Leica was up there for like hours, you know, <laughs> like that kind of bullshit. Yeah. And then it even went into um, the the two second dogs, the two dogs that, that were after that space, Belka and um, Stroka.
1: hmm
0: You know, it's like, oh, scientists are worried because they're not moving and turns out they were just motion sick (laughs) 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 you know so it has like it has a little bit of the the like history built into it um Mm -hmm. but like the main story is the country they're in is trying to be the first to get a person a human into space Mm -hmm. and to do this they're using irina who is a vampire And they're like, oh, well, if we send her into space first, since she's technically not human, but she's similar enough, you know, like that kind of stupid government bullshit, you know, and, and she, she wants to, you know, she's, she's like, yeah, I want to go to space. And it's just, it's, it's fun. It's cute. Yeah. So like I said, I think you would enjoy it. I have a kink in my neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um other than that, I I don't think we're, I'm really watching anything else.
1: Yeah. I like I said, this is a really good season. It has is it's not as overwhelming as the first two seasons this year. But it's also not like last season. Or are we just
0: <laughs> last season was like the I'm, combination gonna watch, of I'm gonna watch gonna watch three was, things. Yeah.
1: The combination of burnout and just lack of content was pretty bad. Uh, we also have the Jujutsu Kaisen movie coming out this season.
0: Uh, yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, no official word on if there's going to be a theatrical release, but I would be surprised if there wasn't. Um, still no word on Chainsaw Man, but we did get another trailer for uh, Attack on Titan, which will be next season. Originally, it said it was going to be this season, so. Yeah. Uh, so with that, I think we have. Officially have the content for the Crunchyroll Awards though, which means that we need to start throwing together our theories and lists. Yep. Especially because Crunchyroll has opened up the nominations for judges.
0: Yes. Yes, they have.
1: Yeah. You guys can nominate us. You can kidding. nominate <laughs> us. I mean,
0: if you, if <laughs> they you really won't. want. No, you don't have to. But if you want.
1: They won't. <laughs> 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 With that, thanks for listening, you guys. Absolutely. Bye.
0: Bye.